listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine, salt and pepper and heavy D in the, looked up in the limousine, hanging pictures on my wall every night, rapidly mall. I let the tape rock till my tape pop, smoking weed in, in bamboo, sipping on private stock. Come on. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Monday. <laughs> Yes. yes and we got a very special guest uh you guys don't recognize the voice already he's been on the show before uh you know the iconic uh cory glover of living color man what's going on man what's up peoples not much can't call it just just happy to be here we took yesterday off so if, if you're looking for it in your feed and you see a show we just was tired i was like and i was stopped yeah. yeah karen was fighting the cold she, she came in the living room and she said uh when we doing the show i said not today (laughs) 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 i was like let's just take a day off i was like we work hard as is just you know it'll be all right we went and got some uh some mediocre food and i still ended up working i did some things for the premium people yeah i said the premium people we never take off for y'all yeah but you know we had to take a little time off man but uh we appreciate everybody understanding and uh we knew we could make it up to you with a with a big guest today man so Corey, man what's been going on man and just can't call it i'm just hanging what's yeah. going on how just, like, yo i sent you that email because it was before you even said, before I even heard my name being mentioned. I was like, I need to call these fat, these cats and just like, yo, we need to hang out. Like, I want to just, I want to come to Charlotte and just chill. Yeah, yeah. man. Anytime, dude. We around, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Know. We don't do much. We wash, you know, we go out to a restaurant <laughs> or something like that, catch a movie. Go oh. back home, take a nap, watch Avengers for the 14th time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, watch. I'm going to see it tomorrow with my kids. So don't tell me nothing. I'm not gonna spoil nothing for you, man. Although we do find out that Thanos is a black man, and that's why um, <laughs> that's why he wears them Crown Royal colors all the place. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, <laughs> that's why he's always in purple? Yeah, he's like the purple and gold baby. And then he pulls some cigarettes out of his uniform. Uh, <laughs> out of his yeah, Newport out of stock. <laughs> I got I got dice in here. I got uh, I got a lighter. I got a, a, a pack of Newports um nah it was, it was it's a great movie man i can't wait for people to see it because uh we had such a good time we saw it twice uh it was so good so um uh, how how old are the kids man how old are the kids my kids are uh 13 and 12 they're about to okay. be 14 and 13 okay they ready they ready then that's the right age because like some people taking little little kids i'm like i don't think the little kids can handle it like but but that age right there that's about the age that i saw optimus prime die in transformers the cartoon movie and that was a life-changing experience and this is gonna be that for these kids no well you know my kids is raised on comic books that's you know i'm a comic book geek so i they know the stories they Mm. they read the stories okay that was the they're reading like we didn't they didn't read books they didn't know tom sawyer none of that bullshit they read you know they they read Infinity Wars. They wore, you know. Yeah. They they read they read all the comics. Yo, I did too, and I still wasn't ready. I still wasn't ready, man. Like, I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the theater after the credits was just sitting there looking at each other, like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> And the second time was even better. Yeah, the second time we seen it, but it was a lot of people first time. Right, the second time was even better because the movie theater was like 
you can hear a pin needle drop and everybody looking so confused oh so good man enjoy yourself no doubt i um, got that fan was right oh yeah man i wore mine the first night but then i felt kind of ashamed because <laughs> i didn't know it was gonna be like that like right. i walked out niggas was looking at my shirt like for real nigga i was like i know oh <laughs> 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 uh, so man how did the tour wrap up man or y'all still touring like what's going on we're touring off and on now we've been out a couple times we're going out uh this week we're playing out in florida doing this festival in florida on thursday and then we're doing some like spot dates here and there and then we're trying to put together this this tour in the fall it's like a little more extensive it's us and fishbone so oh we'll see how that goes. oh shit that's dope man um if y'all get back down here man we have to go check that yeah, out no um no doubt there's a standing offer for anybody from the from the blackout tips nation you tell me you come and you're on the, you're on the guest list you you get it for free hey listen man take advantage i'm like it's Top, so worth it hands down dog one of the best experiences of my life man we had so much fun we had a blast I, like i don't dance i was dancing i don't really do a whole lot of singing along I was singing along like i had i got my life that night man so i like broke a sweat and everything so like if you get a he chance go Uggs and everything yeah i had my uggs on you know what i'm saying i was i was sweating you know i had to go outside get a little cool air for a second i was like ooh, they jamming so it, it was cool to see like see it we ain't Beyonce. We ain't, you know, we ain't playing. We're not like that, but you have a good time nonetheless. Oh man, you know what though? Everybody Beyonce for somebody, you know what Come I'm saying? Come on, everybody Beyonce and for like, somebody. And like, that was the other thing that was dope is being in the crowd with like hardcore fans too. Right. Cause they fans were so like friendly and outgoing. It's kind of like, um, with our show, I feel so proud that people can run into our fans anywhere and it's all, like I've never gotten that man a blackout tips fan did this to me or what like you know it's always been like yo man it was so cool man i was on a flight i had my shirt on the dude that was a uh was a um flight attendant was like yo man i'm i love blackout tips like it's we've not so far knock on wood we haven't had a like this nigga cut me off in traffic he was like blackout tips and fifth his middle finger yo i went to this thing a friend of mine is his chef and he's having a tasting at his house at at this place like he invited a few people and I look over across the table, and there's somebody with a with a black eye hole tips T-shirt on. I was like, "You, who? Hey, what? What? Oh, oh! We took pictures. Like, yeah, today I heard you was coming. And I- <laughs> oh, that's dope, right. man! I love when people do that, man. It's so dope, yeah. man. We've been running into people lately, like, and, and you know what? And that's been freaking me out. How do you get used to being out and people recognizing you? Because that's been tripping me out a little bit. I mean, I'm not scared. But I'm like, hey, y'all know who I y'all you really know who I am? <laughs> Yo, like people it's people I walk down the street in some places. It, it, it happened way back in the day more than it does now, but we would I would get on the subway and people would do double takes. It's like, did I just see this thing on TV? <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, you have you have to give them that nod, like, yeah, I'm here. Chill. <laughs> let's like let's I'm not make a let's, let's not make a thing of this, okay? <laughs> let's not make a thing of this, man. We don't want right. to align the form and those yeah. shit. <laughs> oh yo, I told you that story, right? I, I was at uh, we was in the we was on the road with the Stones uh, uh, back in the day, and I walked into Crabtree Mall in Raleigh, and I didn't have a hat on, 
So my, I had long dreads. I had dreads down to my ass at the time. Mm. And they were multicolored and all that stuff. So I walked into this, I walked into the mall and I went into some store and I came out and somebody recognized me and asked me for an autograph. And I walked back into another store and then there was this crowd of people outside and there was like 10 people asking for autographs and it turned into 20 people and then 20 oh. people turned into 30 people. People turning to forty people, and I was mobbed. It was ridiculous. It was that was that was the worst event. That was the worst time in my life. I was like, I had so much anxiety. I went back to my hotel room, turned off all the lights, and just sat in the park <laughs> with no water. In- <laughs> yeah, man, that's like my nightmare you just described, man. Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 for me, it's just, and I guess because I consider myself just a normal person, but talking to you and talking to other people, it's not how you perceive yourself is how other people perceive you so i had to get you it sound might sound weird but i had to get used to that and so like to me like i said i'm just a regular normal person do normal shit just like everybody else there's nothing i don't feel like there's anything quote-unquote spectacular about me but um I do enjoy meeting the fans and, and it's been happening more frequently now. Mm. Like when we go out to eat or even after the first, the movies, movies, think the second, first or second time we watched the Avengers, somebody was at the movie. We went to the walking dead thing. Right. It's like, so we starting to run into more people. So I'm like, Oh, the show is actually getting bigger than I actually think it is. At the basketball court, I met a fan and then another time at a different basketball court, (laughs) this dude, I can't, he came, he was like, Hey man, my wife listen to you, man. Why you ain't tell me you was doing? I was like, man, say calm down, man. I don't, like it's, it's it's not a big deal. Let's just keep let's just play ball. It's not. Hey man, you know it was like that scene in Atlanta where Paperboy was at the police station. That cop was with with him. Like that's how I felt. He was like, hey man, ch- hey he got a podcast, man. Yeah, my wife listens to. It. I listen to it, man. It's good. Oh, you got a podcast? What is it, man? Check it out. What's what's that exactly? I'm like, man, let's just play ball, bro. So yeah, it's crazy, bro. So. I had one of those coming to America moments. Like I'm ha- <laughs> like, like I was, uh, I was at, I was somewhere. I was at a game or something and somebody like just jumped at me. He's like, Corey, oh my God, you're here. What are you doing here? I'm on a date. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, uh, you want to leave me alone? <laughs> Go ahead and sing a couple lines for me, brother. <laughs> I play guitar. Let me pull out a guitar out of nowhere. <laughs> and you know what? I'm the comp- I'm almost the complete opposite. I like see people and I just kind of creep around. You know what I mean? Like also, I'm just like I don't want to bother them. I know that might mm-hmm. sound wild, but sometimes I'm like I know everybody mob you, so <clears throat> I just kind of walk around you and go, "Oh, I seen that person." Yeah, right. I always feel like uh, people most people not designed to be like too famous or whatever anyway no, so like or, you know like it seemed like it break people down so often and all that attention and expectations and opinions and people talking about you and all this shit like it's gotta like do a number on you so like you know i'm like at the perfect level right now you know what I mean? like <laughs> like every time it go up a little bit i'll be like <clears throat> not comfortable let's go back down to <laughs> what we was before <laughs> right well i could walk the street I, and it not be a problem yeah well i get ready it's going it's going to get to you like like the major rumor that always goes around my last name's glover so obviously i'm danny glover's son <laughs> i'm not <laughs> that's a good one obviously i'm black he's black his name is glover my name's glover we wow. gotta be related wow but not 
We are all related. We're distant cousins, but we're not related. <laughs> right. It's not my fault. Right. He what wouldn't time, let he wouldn't let you borrow no money. I feel you. Exactly. One time we was doing something, and we was doing like Saturday Night Saturday Night Live, and Mel Gibson was the host. That was deep enough. But Danny showed up, and my mother was there, and I was like, "Ma, meet your husband." <laughs> she was like. <laughs> <laughs> my long lost daddy finally came to claim it. as long as he wasn't in the character of mister you know then I, right. it's okay <laughs> don't nobody want to be raised by mister that's daddy right. glover can't do no right with nobody after he did mister he did too good a job yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> you gotta be careful out here in these acting streets man you, you do too good a job he's hard to come back seriously shit ain't nobody want to hire Lawrence fishburne for a minute after he was uh ike turner he was like come i don't on, know no. i can't have you beating <laughs> the women on the staff now, 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 now look here and we got uh 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 uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and, and, anime and, and, anime all right everybody get the fuck out get the fuck out i was like oh no no oh, no he did they put him as like a grandpa in blackish i was like i hope he don't do nothing to them kids i hope everything oh, okay they <laughs> he gonna fuck around and they gonna come back he gonna be whooping them kids for no reason oh did too good a job man Oh, but that's dope, man, to see the detours is still going, man. And, mm-hmm. um, is it like a constant, like, thing for y'all where, like, boom, boom, boom? Or is it like y'all get, you know, like some good solid breaks so you can, like, be at home, be around the family and stuff? Yeah, we get, we get some, we get some time off. Like, we haven't been out as much as we need to. We're just gearing up for, like, to make sure, like, for the fall and the summer, do some festivals and do some outdoor stuff and, and get, and get ready. We haven't been, we played once in a while. We did this. Uh, we did this tribute to uh, Led Zeppelin at Carnegie Hall, which was deep. Wow, um, that was dope. And a couple months ago, and beyond that, we just do like every every now and then we we show up somewhere. Mm. That's dope, man. I'm glad y'all having fun with it still, man. Like it's it's wild to be in the game that long and still able to just be like like it seems so casual you're just like yeah you know we'll go play a little bit you know what i'm saying get up for a couple of days you know <laughs> might do a little tour then go back to the crib like that's such a like <laughs> such a casual thing right. now having seen y'all do y'all thing it's just kind of like amazing to, it's like i guess it's how like uh basketball players you know oh we go play in the playoffs a little bit you know what i'm saying just go out there and do our thing i'm like nigga what you you in the playoffs <laughs> you ain't get tired you don't want to lay down you don't need a break like no nah, man just you know do a lot of things do you know come right back that's that's dope man right and and i think for me because i'm a fan of people you know sometimes it's it's, it's wild to think that people are a fan of me because like it's just particularly watching you guys it was just amazing just to watch you go and work and you could say this is you can look at people and go oh that's what they were called to do yeah that's what they you were know to do. right and you can kind of see that in you guys. I was like, "Oh, this is what they were meant to do," and you can sh- you can see it and see how it affects people. Man, right, right. That was my to just passed by. Oh, oh, okay. We say what's up. Oh, uh, all right. I'm about to start this show, guys. Okay, we've been we've been <laughs> catching up, we've been chatting. All right, it's time to start the show. Um, first of all, it's the blackout tips. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher podomatic all the places you find podcasts leave us five star reviews we love those joints and we will read them on the air if they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball boom i knew you had it and today's podcast is sponsored by shadow doll productions 
you can find them on youtube they are trying to uh they have a new comedy uh video they just put up and they're trying to get some clicks on it some likes some thumbs up some shares all that stuff some comments all you gotta do is go to youtube put in shadow doll productions that channel will come up subscribe to that joint like it it helps us out um and yeah leave them a comment let them know it's funny give them a thumbs up um you know is it, they need views and stuff and it helps it helps when they go pitch projects to like investors and stuff they go oh yeah check out my youtube page you know oh you see this video got a couple hundred likes a couple hundred wild, uh, views it helps them out and then they turn they turn around to give us money that's how it works so um <clears throat> now you guys know the behind the scenes so yeah go hook them up youtube shadow doll productions and check out the video man uh all right let's talk about the news and stuff guys all right a lot of stuff happening okay i don't am i am i ready i don't know i don't know what happened well speaking of fame uh kanye west was wilding out on twitter now i normally wouldn't even give a fuck and i wouldn't even cover this on the show because kanye and of course he was wilding on twitter he was on twitter again the only thing is say again Corey. wasn't he off twitter for a while he was off twitter for several months like uh, probably over half a year and he just came back um because i think he got an album coming out soon mm. and so yeah, and yeah it's time to promote it you know i don't know if he's just acting this way for the album promotion i don't know but like i said he was wilding on twitter and i normally wouldn't cover it because all i care about is the music but then he put out two songs and those songs was whack and i was hurt Mm. come on yay if you're gonna be out here acting crazy you got to put out some dope music bro i love life of pablo like you can't tell me nothing right. that is my out al- that's my album they try to like it's so good to me that i don't care what his political beliefs are mm-hmm. like when people be like well you know when he said this on twitter i'm like who give a fuck about that shit did you hear father stretch my hands or not <laughs> that shit goes you know so uh yeah he them songs was whack so i guess i'll talk about these tweets um <laughs> he claimed that um he had the second fastest uh company next to apple uh his company yeezy um nobody has the numbers to back any of this up but uh he said we have 160 Uh, positions uh, to fill uh, by the end of the year yeezy will hit a billion dollars this year it is the second fastest growing company in history it's a unicorn on its way to becoming a decacorn oh uh, what what's that when a unicorn evolves like a pokemon (laughs) what's happening here I assume, um, and maybe this is my Latin uh elective coming out. Okay, I didn't take Latin, so I don't know. But Deca is normally uh the preposition for ten. So I guess he would say it would be a a horse with ten um horns. Ah, okay. I'd have never caught that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Although it could be a Pokemon, I don't know. That's too deep for me. You show up, Decacorn, Decacorn. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Um, I'm currently. (laughs) Wait, wait, yeah, Hibachi, Pikachu. (laughs) Uh, I am currently the single highest paid person in footwear. That means I make more money on shoes than Michael Jordan. Really? I, I don't know that these numbers. I never saw proof. Really? Yeah, I, that's what he said. Okay. Ain't nobody robbing nobody for their for their Yeezys. I I, I ain't seen it. I mean, mm-hmm. 
look i i don't know the shoe game so maybe they the hottest sellers i just had never heard that in my life like i didn't i don't even think like lebron made more than michael jordan michael jordan got legacy money for shoes like he other people's shoes pay michael jordan money because they had nike and the jordan line like Mm -hmm. i don't know if he say so uh he says there's been a lot of fake news so i just wanted to give you the facts yeezy will become the biggest apparel company in human history by working with the most genius level talents and creating products at an affordable price i heard i hired the head of the supply chain from the gap mm. i feel like all these tweets mm-hmm. need uh <laughs> i feel like all these tweets need a uh huh at the end <laughs> um then he uh he did talk about struggling with opioid addiction uh, which is some real shit that's that's plaguing a lot of people in america mm-hmm. um he said uh he said nobody really showed me love when i was addicted to opioids and in the hospital now in all fairness he didn't really disclose this information until mm-hmm. just now no, but uh i feel what he's saying i mean he did go to the hospital and i and i, I mean i do think this is the weird thing about fame like d- d- he's just a product to so many people he's not a person no more correct so like even him having a breakdown and going to the hospital whether it would have been drugs or mental health there's still a lot of people out there that are just like enjoying the show you know it's a reality show to them he's not it's not a person that got a problem it's just oh this nigga going to the hospital what about my money for the tour and all this shit and it's just like damn nigga um anyway uh so he said that uh fans quickly speculated that his twitter outburst could be a result of mental health issues but they've always said that though i don't i don't know if that's true or not uh however his wife okay. and oh go ahead Corey. he might be, i was gonna say he might be crazy and there is no cure for crazy yeah. but you know sometimes crazy is genius and sometimes crazy is crazy you know yeah what? that was the thing like I don't, I don't i don't know how you define that line and i mean he's been able to live however he's living this long and been making you know money and um living his life the way he wants to so i don't know like you know i know he's uh very egotistical because he was that when mm. he was when he was first coming into the game like i think that's one of the reasons i never was bothered by his egos because like he came into the game like on the end of his first debut album he has a a, a 10 minute like mm. outro mm-hmm. and he's just talking right. and the things he's saying to anybody that if he doesn't go on to become kanye west it's just the right. rant the rantings of an entitled spoiled asshole if you're not him like anyone but him we would have been like yo that dude if that had been drag on or uh <laughs> somebody from you know what i'm saying like one of them like somebody from dipset hell real we would have been like yo that dude really thought he could tell jay-z how to rap on the track boy is he out of his mind or what but kanye the the rookie album maker was out there like yeah i i, I got jay-z on this track but i didn't want that type of jay-z i wanted the other jay-z and i played jesus walking they didn't sign me they didn't sign me can y'all believe that y'all and i'm like yo you know this is going on your album and they gonna hear this right, right. he didn't care but you know something I, I i knew some people who knew him before he got put on and when he was still just a beat maker mm-hmm. and he was like that like he's like i make the dopest beats ever i'd make the best shit ever you can't nothing can fuck with what i do you can't i'm gonna be the greatest greatest person i'm gonna be the greatest whatever i put my mind to mm-hmm. person and he was living living in his room in his mom's house making these beats mm-hmm. 
and people only get mad when he when he write you know <laughs> like like they only got mad because he was right like we be like believe in yourself you can do anything man dreams if you work hard enough and then he was right and it was like this asshole i can't believe he think he hey he said he was the mind of a generation man i believe it um at any rate um uh um, kim kardashian had to come out and defend him uh because uh people were going in on on twitter she said to the media trying to demonize my husband let me just say this your commentary on kanye being erratic and his tweets being disturbing is actually scary um so quick so quick to label him as having mental health issues for just for being for himself when he has always been expressive it is not fair um i mean she got a point i don't know i mean he is acting erratic but he has always been i mean what if he was regular dude on twitter saying the same things would we care about it no or is it just because he's Kanye? it's definitely because he's Kanye. um and then he took pictures of his house which is like weirdly decorated and so people was like this nigga living in the sunken place <laughs> oh lord <laughs> and he put on his look but he put it on the twitter he was like mo tweets from the sunken place oh lord <laughs> oh man I, part of me hopes he really is just sitting somewhere having fun with this shit laughing at everybody me. and waiting for his album to drop so he could be like ah, i told y'all i had a dope album coming um and yeah. also i'm all the way out the sunken place and i'm not scared anymore i'm not scared of the media i'm not scared of the past i'm optimistic about the future this, this tweet is in love not fear um so at that point i'm like okay you know kanye being kanye then we get to stage four that's stage four kanye starts supporting trump is anybody yeah. shocked he said he would vote for him why, why we, what are we talking about here i think we all thought him saying that shit and then going into the hospital and taking a break off of social media i think everybody had the feeling because i know i kind of did i was like oh i guess he just dropped that trump shit because he was like you know it was completely out of pocket and he was acting weird and he was like all right cool i'll just i need to take a break guys that was a lot for me too and he came right back and was like actually i still fuck with trump and i was like oh no and black people have been mad as hell all week because of this oh he i believed him am i the only one that was like oh okay i mean it is what it is he said you don't have to agree with trump but the mob can't make me not love him we are both dragon energy he is my brother i love everyone i don't don't agree with everything everyone does that's what makes us individuals we had a right to independent thought if your friend jumps off a bridge you don't have to do the same yay being yay is a fight for you to be you for people in my life the idea of trump is pretty much a 50 50 split but i don't tell a hillary supporter not to support hillary i love hillary too um john legend sent him a text trying to tell him to change his mind and kanye screenshot that shit and put it on twitter uh so uh it is what it is man i like i said i don't have a problem with he's one person and if he wants to believe these things he can do whatever he wants i just want the music to be good and i need him to step these two tracks were like a joke i'm like these can't be serious yay you know you can bring the heat when you're ready and i feel like he wrote these tracks that week because he was like replying to tweets and shit on the tracks so i'm like i know these ain't gonna be on the album yay Mm -mm, mm -mm. so so like drop a single and then let me be like uh i guess you know it's probably better he ain't drop a single it's probably better because i would have been on twitter acting stupid 
that's you know what i strike everything i said from the record because i would have been on twitter being like oh but y'all ain't gonna talk about this heat though and everybody be like fuck you rod uh, <laughs> you can't back this trump supporting motherfucker i'm like but this album fire and then i've been i've been evil for about 48 hours so yeah that'd have been canceling you yeah we had enough thanos this week we don't need to add yeah me in there uh mm-hmm. repping for Con- team kanye and shit mm-hmm. so all right well anyway them songs is whack though kanye don't no more no more of that <laughs> uh <laughs> see what else is in the news hey do you so like Corey? did you ever feel like um fame could like especially now we have social media and shit like because i know you don't really be on social media like active you know like out there do, were you ever like uh attracted to that do you think you just kind of like missed that wave like you know how, how does that work I, 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 I don't think I'm brilliant. That's part of the problem. Mm. You know, I don't, I think I'm just some regular dude. So mm. I, uh, my every thought is not a gym. Sometimes I say dumb shit and I don't everybody know I talk, I say stupid shit all the time. <laughs> so. You're like, I'm protecting y'all, y'all from me. Somebody was saying on the chat, but crazy is dismissive. See, that's, oh yeah right yeah like you can't yeah we have passed the day where you can just be like that nigga's crazy it's like um because it's a uh uh, what is it a trigger word for some people like it's uh like but i don't but the other thing is you can't diagnose him because then that's this like that's wrong i ain't this doctor so if i'm be like this nigga had a manic episode it's like you don't know if he is manic or not but we did grow up in a time where you could just be like, yo, Kanye crazy. And then we would be like, everyone in the room would be like, oh, we understand what that means. But, uh, yeah, you can't, you can't even really say anymore. But I don't know. These, I mean, he clearly is, he's clearly having something. He going through something. And I don't know what you would call it, but you know, whatever the appropriate term, people can apply it themselves. But he clearly is going through something because this is a lot. You know what I mean? But, uh, um, yeah. and then the other thing is if you were to just be like man fuck kanye blah blah there would be other people being like well you don't know what his mental health is so you can't say that and i'm like i guess you can't say nothing it's just he right. he right. he doing his thing you know but yeah he is out there so um and i don't have any mental diagnosis for him i don't know anything about that stuff mm-hmm. i just know that he's saying some wild shit and these songs not hot and i think that's something we all can agree on uh songs gotta be way hotter for you to be acting out <laughs> for you to be for you to be supporting trump that's how you find out how good you are at music start supporting trump and when you'll see chrisette michelle found out like nigga, she found out real quick you will find out if niggas fuck with you oh right. man i'm trying i don't know who could survive fucking with trump as a black artist man it's, you gotta be in a real different lane to like to your shit gotta be fire man like ooh. <clears throat> all right i but i'm saying like it seems like to me if you it, it people who support trump in some ways are whack to begin with and they're just riding the coattails kanye don't have to do that right i i, I don't want like everybody else is sort of supported like i support uh donald trump i support our president what are they what else are they doing this is kanye west right i wonder if it like i wonder if trump just inspires certain types of people to be like because i think he inspires certain people like i think he inspires kanye like kanye is talking about wanting to be president now and you know 
uh <laughs> the worst niggas though <clears throat> not kanye the worst niggas though are the rappers that are clearly co-signing him because he a big time rapper i was like y'all niggas could right. stay quiet come on man like he <laughs> let him be free thinking by himself you know what i'm saying and why free thinking for black people always got to be republican free thinking you know what i mean nobody ever right. says beyonce such a free thinker it's always like the the niggas as coons they be like no no what kanye is doing is free thinking right now okay what um sheriff clark is doing that's free thinking what uh like nah man like jason went like not a free thinker dog that's the most like they are literally aligning themselves with the historical constant that that's not free thinking just because you're in a marginalized group and you support the patriarchy of america like nigga that's just that's just called being a coon (laughs) and how are you free thinking when you're all saying the same thing how are you i'm saying how are you how are you how are you all supposedly like free and and not caught up in the plantation when you're saying the same shit that everybody else is saying so wow you really want to you really want to be free thinker move don't don't touch any of this right how about that how about you just leave it all alone say some shit leave it all alone and say I want, it's all bullshit. I want, right. I want somebody to say some shit I never thought of. Like, I never even heard before. That'll be the first free thinker. You know what I mean? Like, I need somebody yeah. to just come out and be like, what if this is all assimilation and we not even humans, we just robots? I'll be like, now see, that's a free thinking ass nigga because nobody know, nobody know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> that's too free. <laughs> that dude think real I, free. <laughs> I think, I suggest you talk to Mr. Vernon Reed because that motherfucker. <laughs> All right, we, we'll get Vernon on here. I want to see. I want to see Vernon. <laughs> Vernon gonna be like, "What if we already in the alternate dimension?" I'll be like, "I don't know. What if we is? It's free thinking. Know. You know what I mean?" Uh, but yeah, free thinking can't be. Mitt Romney was right. That ain't no free thinking, nigga. No. Um, <laughs> speaking of social media, they now have rehab for teens uh, for social media addiction. Um. Uh. So like the social people dealing with social media um uh like there's a 17 year old kid named david meyer from ohio he felt constant pressure from his parents to be perfect overwhelmed he started using drugs he said i was struggling with severe depression and anxiety so he um also used to get lost online for up to four hours a day felt like all of my posts i would create this false character who i was what i thought was the perfect version of myself what i wanted to be which is this young funny attractive guy and obviously i was kind of neglecting the fact that i did have a lot of sadness within me and a lot of loneliness he became withdrawn and stopped talking to his parents until they took matters to their own hands i got woken up at 4 a.m just two guys with my bags packed and i was pretty frightened (laughs) that's a way to do it okay i was pretty frightened at first um his parents had hired these two dudes to take him to uh 30 days of social media addiction rehab no cell no cell phones or internet surfing allowed um 50 percent of t- teens say they feel addicted to their mobile devices according to common sense media a non-profit organization a, st- a study a study show teens who spend more time on social media are actually more likely to report mental health issues than those who spend less time on the sites uh that's interesting because i also wonder if that's because they're learning more too about social uh about like um mental health and shit too because you 
you know sometimes you get introduced to stuff there's a lot of terms i know now that i wouldn't know if it wasn't for social media correct and, and and my thing is when it comes to this older people have to understand our generation is one of the last generations that was pre-internet and this younger generation they were born into the internet born into social media born into everything being snapped pick post they were born into everything about me has to be presented a certain way but even though you have this quote-unquote image online you're still a human being mm-hmm. you know and that's right. something that people have a tendency to forget you still have these feelings and these emotions and these things that go on and sometimes i think that it's hard particularly when you're young because you don't it's a balance there you have to have a balance between quote-unquote reality and social media like they and and and, and they're living in a world where they mesh and they become one which is fine but you still need to find a way to weave through that and mm-hmm. i think older people just just dismiss it because older people have a tendency to be like, I stayed offline for four days. I stayed, you know, because you like, you didn't grow up. Like, right. I didn't, I, I'm not in high school where everybody's online. I mean, I, you know, when you're younger, 16, 17, where everybody's online and this is your form of communicating, this is your social circles and all this stuff, it, it's a completely different uh, way to look at the world and a way to view the world. And if you're not in it every day, it's kind of hard for adults to understand how easily a child could be influenced by this if it's no balance, if there's nobody to direct them, nobody to show them what to do and what not to do online. Because not only children, it's grown as adults that are addicted too. So, you know, it's one of these things where I think that this is good for people to do because there's some people, when they get up, the first thing they do, they turn on their phone, they go on social media. The last thing at night, they go on social media. They sleep, they phone is ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding all night long. They're at work, they're constantly checking it. And, I mean, like I said, and that's fine, but also you need to kind of pull yourself away and realize that you can get so wrapped up into into what's going on on social media that some people forget that it's actually a real world ticking outside of social media. And sometimes I've learned just seeing how other people function on social media, particularly Facebook. You see people be on Facebook all day and they fuss about memes and fight with me all day long and then they talk to somebody who might not be online that person go what the fuck are you talking about what is this i don't understand that's because that person has that disconnect and and in social media you create your own world and i think a lot of people like creating their own world of what they want to be versus the reality of what they are and i do think more people actually need to go and get help and kind of i don't want to say wean themselves off social media but find a balance mm. One one of the things too is um, at that age, when you're a kid, social interaction is so important to your life. Correct. And you know, like at forty, it's just kind of <clears throat> it's kind of easy for me to be like, eh, "Fuck this person and move." <laughs> like, like I'm like, ah, me and that person ain't gonna never be cool, whatever. But when you're like seventeen, That's man, the end of the world. Like, I can't even imagine looking at my like Instagram and being like did so-and-so like this you know what i mean like it's not just that people liked my stuff or didn't like it i need this person to like it and i like their thing and like sometimes i'll i'll listen to people talk about social media and i'm like oh they almost speak a different language than me because there's certain stuff i don't know and i never know if i'm going to like um oh oh man this i was uh on my page and this dude liked all my pictures and it was creepy and i'm like oh damn that's creepy okay well i won't be liking too many pictures from here on out like you know but it's a whole different language 
imagine that at 17 imagine that 13 14 15 you're coming up in it like it's probably like they it probably is a whole nother way to get obsessed and especially with the ability to manicure your image as he was saying like you know i want to present a perfect view of myself and you know even as adults even with adults I, that's probably the most unhealthy thing about social media Correct. is this idea of perfection like you gotta always say the right thing you gotta always do the right thing you gotta take look the right thing you gotta always be on point and there's always someone there to mock or deride or chastise you if you're not and i always feel like that impulse is extremely unhealthy um but it's a huge undercurrent of social media i don't know that social media would even exist without people's need to deride each other via the platform correct and also go on karen i'm sorry i'm sorry baby and also people have a tendency to forget when you're a teenager you're you're dealing with hormones you're dealing with won't people like you you're dealing with falling in and out of love you're dealing with breakups Mm -hmm. you're dealing with ex-girlfriend ex-boyfriends you know you're dealing with dealing with your sexuality you know you're dealing with so many different things all in one you're dealing with school functions you're dealing with you know body image you know you're dealing with all these things that we had to deal with but we were forced to deal with them in a different way and a lot of uh, it upsets me when a lot of older people have a tendency to criticize a lot of younger people when if we had the social media we had too we would be out there cutting the food too don't think you above it but what you did just wasn't recorded on snapchat it wasn't on facebook it wasn't on instagram but you did some dumb fucked up shit too you fucked up somewhere all of us did it just wasn't recorded for the whole world to see so it's a completely different world you can't erase stuff if something happened in one school you go to another school that shit follows you when you people used to transfer schools whatever happened to that it died there like you like it literally died there but now the internet is forever and so it's very scary as a parent trying to teach your child how to maneuver this brand new process that actually is the wild wild west you know you have to maneuver and tell your children male female you know transgender bisexual a there's certain things you can cannot do don't put pictures of yourself out there online that you wouldn't want reposted, you know, and things like that. Like it's a balance there. And as a parent, it's so many parents that, that, that actually take their hands and put it in the sand because a lot of parents aren't on social media, don't know how social media function, won't learn about social media and just let their children go out there and do whatever they want to do. And there has to be boundaries for your children. There has to be, because if you don't let them have boundaries, they will actually push it and they'll push it a lot further than you want them to. And they'll learn and they'll learn in ways that are not healthy for them. Right. You know, I was, what I was going to say was, you know, you're dealing with a, a teenage brain is an undeveloped brain correct and you know it's it's ripe for somebody for opiates an opiate anything that's going to that's going to stimulate that, that those brain cells and that's all social media is it's 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 stimulation on overload so how do you expect them not to be if that's the only interaction that they have it's the only interaction their friends have they're not going to do anything else but that you have to, you like Karen was saying, you got to find a balance. You got to find a way to, you as a parent have to find a balance for that too. It's like True. turn the screens off. That to come off, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. And it's wild too because like even with like the NFL draft, right? 
<clears throat> one of the big controversies this year was well this this one dude had a bunch of tweets that were messed up when he was 13 and 14 years old like that's right. you know and last year was kind of a similar thing like that's becoming a reality for these kids so i can imagine why they would be obsessed over social media because you do have to manicure and craft your image not just to only impress your friends and peers but these things now are forever and it comes it can come back up at any time we're we're probably about 10 to 15 years away from the first like political candidates that have lived their entire lives on social media correct that shit is gonna be hella wild when motherfuckers are in the middle of a debate and it's like what about this time you tweeted the links out the leak out uh the lyrics to cardi b and you're a white woman okay you said niggers in this tweet you know like uh ma'am ma'am i would like to retort uh real quick um the congressman from illinois she's a white woman she uses black hand emojis um we have the evidence right here on the screen like I, like that is gonna be a reality one day <laughs> that we have to deal with man so yeah I, I wonder if the kid is even in this case if he's even addicted to social media as much as he's addicted to crafting the image which we all were that we all like i don't give a fuck how fucking like i was so cool and chill every fucking kid at that age cared about what people thought about him just because your hormones are going overload if even the fucking goth kids you know what i mean like even the the we don't like anybody kids was all up in the middle of the mall uh buying that motherfucking black lipstick and leather uh kelps and shit you know like we all cared well imagine that shit but you also have the ability to edit it on social media and be like i'm gonna take this thing out i'm gonna retweet this i'm gonna i'm gonna take my picture from this angle and i'm you know i'm gonna put this shirt on but not that shirt like i get i bet it can become an obsession with these kids Mm -hmm. But you just being yourself online and somebody, like you say, deriding th- that your, your, your particular image mm-hmm. and how, what that does to your, what that does to your, to your, to your self worth at some point. Like I wore, I wore some band t-shirt on, on, online and it, and it was like, that band sucks. Why are you listening to that? Nah, nah. I was like, so, so my musical taste is bad. Right. Is that what you're saying? Right. And there used to be a time where like, if that happened, at least it had to happen to your face. But now it can have behind right. the screen. Somebody could be in a whole nother country being like, you know what? Uh, you look like your breath stink. And then boom, you know, it's all over social media. Right. Like, ha ha ha, you know, mean, viral, whatever. Yeah. And, and it's like you said, it had to tell you to your face. And you know what? One thing about being face to face, you can get these hands. <laughs> and one thing about social media, it eliminates ass whoopings. And that's why a lot of people are very bold online because they can feel like they can say shit and there not be any consequences to their actions. Says Karen, who has never thrown hands in her life. But uh, absolutely, that is a, a real fact. People talk to you way different online than, than, than they do in, in real life. Yeah. And that's my thing, you know. And, and I think for me, um, everybody's very, very differently and everybody responds to things differently. And I am old, so words mean things to me. So don't be just throwing bullshit out there and, and, and don't think people are going to respond to it and react to it. Like, because I think, like you say, once you get to a certain level, well, I don't know what the magical level is, people strip humanity from you mm-hmm. and they think you're supposed to be this perfect creature to just, to just floats above everything and just not think, respond to anything you go you wouldn't fucking do that so why would you expect anybody else i honestly think the level's getting right. lower and lower like it used to be like oh this person's famous they produce content they do something 
i think it's getting lower now i think one of the things about the democratization with social media of uh just media in general like now you can be a youtube celebrity you can be an instagram celebrity right i think the bar for judging people has gotten like oh this nigga got 300 followers on twitter well what the hell you doing saying blah 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 and you know it used to be a time when we just didn't care because it's like oh this person has no reach who gives a fuck what they think about blankety blank but i I think that time has passed now we're we're officially at the like uh i don't give if you're not an egg avatar and you say something motherfuckers about to come in your and, and let you know that you wrong and not just that but even if you didn't do anything wrong just uh you know like i said I, I, after i saw black panther i remember tweeting like oh yeah man i cried it was so good i felt seen and it was like uh it was like niggas that i had never heard of before was like nigga you cried at a movie ha 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 and i was like yeah wait is that oh are y'all niggas still not crying is that, like some people need some hugs some pats on the back like we grown men now like i'm not I, I hope you didn't think i would be ashamed but imagine that had been somebody that was like say i was a 17 year old kid right i might have felt fucked up by that like damn man i'm out here not representing or whatever but you know i just happened to be kind of uh steady in, in my belief so t- it didn't shake me like but i can imagine how it would shake somebody and that's so unhealthy because those dudes didn't even know who i was right you know what i mean uh dudes and women there's all kinds of people it was i mean i was laughing before blocking everybody it was fun but it was still kind of <laughs> it was still kind of weird that that shit happened and you know and but that's that that's a world that these kids are in and there's also no separation because mm-hmm. you got to remember like that 40 year old dude who thought it was funny i cried at black panther there's no difference between him seeing my tweet and a 13 year old boy's tweet right there's no difference like all this shit is in the same world same judgment everybody matched together you know when you're offline there's differences right like kid wants to go hang out you go to the skating ring it's not like 40 year old people start walking in the skating ring drunk <clears throat> you know talking about their conversation normally it's not <laughs> except for saturdays it's normally not like that like a kid you know kids got kid hours and then the adults come in you go to a bar we don't serve alcohol to a certain age like kids go to the bar you drink juice everybody's under 18 they play a couple songs you go home then you know the adults come at, at fucking 10 o'clock and they have the adult like get drunk party like it, it, there's a separation in real life that doesn't exist online Mm-mm. so yeah these kids are like you know all over the place the, the fucking kids from parkland like those kids are like 15 16 17 and now they're like number one known activists in the world so fast like in a week you went from a person that had an opinion on twitter to we need to get you on msnbc like the world has changed so rapidly and i guarantee you that's part of the whole social media addiction thing is social media has gotten so much bigger right you know you can make a living off of it it's just it's changed so fast and i don't know the society was ready for that but the average person isn't ready for that yeah the uh program has oh go ahead go ahead okay just the average child it's not it's not for the average child Mm -hmm. the average child has much more things that that are much more important than hearing what some adult has to say about who they are Mm -hmm. it's about them who they are it's about it's about you as a burgeoning adult to figure out who and what you are and what where you want to be and not let anybody else tell you what that is that's the other reason why i don't listen i don't i'm not on social media yeah you can't tell me who i am and 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 yes i've won some of the weirdest shit in the world it's okay right you want one of my 
I can give you one of my witch seats. I, I, that, that was that was a phase I went through. Right. Congratulations. It was strange looking. Okay. <laughs> right. I had I had long dreadlocks that were multicolored. Okay, that's fine. Yes, and there's picture. There's a picture of me running around um, with a uh, with Little Richard, and Little Richard looks crazy. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm hanging out with Little Richard. That, 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 it's out there. Right. It's, it's over now. You know. Yeah. That's that is, it's wild. Yeah, it's just different because now, like that picture is out there, but that's because you're you know Corey Glover. You're you know like you're, you're somebody, right? But if you were just like Corey, Corey Glover, Corey Glover, and you never went on to be in Living Color and stuff, <clears throat> that just would have been a time that nobody would have known about unless you wanted to tell them. Correct. And kids have lost that. Right. Kids, kids have lost that. Like mm-hmm. from now on, kids like they took a picture in nineteen uh, in, in two thousand and ten, and they put it on Facebook. That's just forever now. Right. You know when when one right. of these kids get shot by the police and shit, the first thing they do go to social media here he is listening to hip-hop here he is with his pants sagging like everything now is up for judgment in a way that just it can't be healthy it just human beings are not meant to have this much fucking information about each other and it can't be healthy to to constantly revel in that and to be subjected to that so yeah now this program has an 80 percent um success rate but it's cost prohibitive this program costs fifty thousand dollars Ooh, Damn. Good God. Now, some insurance companies will help cover the expense um and then uh what they do is at the end of the 30 days they'll be like okay you can delete your profiles like here's some ways to help you cope um uh and <laughs> in this case this one kid said she wasn't ready to delete her profiles but she learned the power to block or delete block people or delete them or not look at it and i think that is what uh that when i was in that situation i felt like i didn't have the power to do that right right and and also i think too um when you're an adult online your perspective is very different especially if you know who you are Mm -hmm. you're like i really like this rondrick put like this rodrick is a nicer one when it comes to social media than me i'm not nice um, because I'm like, oh, I read this. What the? I, I I harass him and want him to explain to me what they say, what they're talking about. Because I feel as though I know it might sound crazy, but won't stop, no, won't be none. So don't come at me crazy, because I'll block you, mute you, delete you, and act like you were never there and go on with my life. Because I have things that are a lot more important than foolishness online. Yeah, I, I mean, I block a lot of people and stuff too, but I think um, <clears throat> the difference is. Um, i'm willing to understand because i'm there i am there to be heard but i'm there to listen to so i'm willing to understand i'm really like social interaction definitely helps us with our business um it definitely um spreads the word for the podcast there's all kinds of positives to social media and i don't ever want that to be lost in the the discussion right but at the same time i think like this kid obviously prided themselves on like oh well i would never block someone why would i want to do that and i'm like see that's the difference you know what i mean ah, okay. like that like like sometimes people will be like you block people you do this i'm like absolutely yes, man I do you have to, like and i think it's because i realize social media is not the real world you know so i'm not as hung up on this idea this pride of like i allow anyone to say anything they want to me i'm like Mm-mm. i don't do that in real life right and i wouldn't Mm-mm. do the shit on social media uh, yeah. and also there's real life relationships even if i block somebody on social media 
they might be cool and we would be absolutely fine if they saw me out somewhere right we would have zero problems in our interaction but for some reason they just can't click with it online you know it happens and i think we're probably the last generation that's gonna look at it like that because we grew up as much off of the internet as with it and that and that time's gonna come to pass by the way in our lifetime as long as we keep living at some point we will have been on the internet longer than not having the internet you see what i'm saying so it may have already happened so, yeah, and we might not know it. Not, not no, I'm saying we will know it. I'm oh, saying it oh, may yeah. have already happened. Like, I want to say the internet started popping when I was about 18, 19. And now yeah, uh, it's about that time where it's like we are at the halfway mark where we've had the internet, not in the greatest form. Okay, it was dial up. Yeah, but we've we had the this. internet as long as we've not had the internet. And that, and that, and that, that, that's a, a big difference. If we would have yeah. grew up on the internet, it might feel harder to block somebody because that's a real person and a real friend that you found online and that's the way you know them and maybe y'all even interact offline and this will be a huge insult to them like you blocked me motherfucker and to me i'm like yeah i blocked you see you sunday you come to the gym or not like what like what does that have to do with each other and we might be the last people to do that and and, and that's true and also i think for me um and maybe, like I said, maybe because I'm old, talk to me online like you would in real life. And a lot of people don't do that. And that's the problem I have. Mm. When I get the blocking and muting and, and, and karate chopping, it's because you're talking to me crazy. Well, you don't even block that many people. Like, you you say you're not nice. You're a very nice person. And if you look at your block list, I guarantee it's much smaller than mine. Cause... Oh, yes. But I don't, I'm, I'm, my profile's not as big as yours either. Mm-hmm. That's because you, you're nice. <laughs> nice people is hard to follow them nice people. They like mean people. <laughs> i know i know i had to watch myself i was like i'm getting too popular i got to calm down be a little nicer to people i don't need all these friends fake ass <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> waiting for me to say the wrong thing so they can get me to like nigga, i don't play that um <clears throat> anyway let's move it to our games guys all right oh damn i never even played the had the music app open well, that's gonna take too long uh let me see if i find one more article then oh let me while this shit opens in the background uh let's see um (laughs) so this is a quick one there's some gardeners who are trying to prevent an invasion of slugs that keep having sex and they haven't so like it's these spanish slugs and they having sex with like the local slugs um and the they end up breeding with the local slugs and they create super slugs oh shit now international love and what's happening here now they (laughs) the spanish slugs are the are the invaders right mm-hmm. um so they have sex right. they have sex with the other slugs the slug hybrids that they make mm-hmm. can live in the cold right. or the heat so they have no off season you know what i'm saying like other slugs it's like it's too hot we gotta we gotta go into hibernation we gotta die whatever you know we'll or see you next cold. or it gets too cold you know slugs go away they are making year round slugs so but how long will they live if they live year round how would uh, how would they live as long if they're around all year long like the pre- reason that they hibernate is so that they can live longer right so if they right if they're around for a year they're only gonna last a year um they're gonna I, destroy the population. they don't say the exact length of their li- lifespan but i think it's the fact that they can always reproduce and always be around that makes them multiply mm-hmm as opposed to that, oh, that you know off season that right. off season where they you know it kind of controls the population numbers correct because they're not fucking 
during hibernation and then they come back they procreate but then it gets cold again they you know off season right well super slugs ain't no off season it's always fucking time (laughs) so this is how they decided to combat it right they discovered that these slugs love beer okay and uh, and they love beer so much they'll get drunk fall into beer and drown oh like real people so they made they put beer out there for the slugs and the slugs end up drinking themselves to death <laughs> the, the invader slugs breed at twice the local rates of <laughs> of the other slugs and um and that's why and that's why the numbers were booming <laughs> what did they play i wonder go ahead I wonder what they're gonna do with the what you do with all these dead slug carcasses. What are you gonna right? do with all this all this, all this slime? Mm, send them to uh. It's gotta be a. It's gotta be some sort of a uh, delicacy somewhere. I mean, what music was they playing? I just want to party all the time. I mean, what music <laughs> was you playing? Eddie Murphy party all right, the time. I mean, you. I mean, you got to set the mood right if they're gonna get crunked up. I don't know if it was if super it was, slugs. They probably was black slugs then. <laughs> they Spanish slugs, Karen. So but I no, they Spanish. I slugs, don't know what race. But when they turn to super slugs, you know, oh. everything is super. It got to be black something. Like super predators, right? Mm, they was having a lot of sex. So come on. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, so that's how they killed them with with beer. The same way the white man killed the Native American population. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't slick. I know them tricks. Uh poor slugs um all right let's get into our games uh let's play a little bit of uh fucking with black people guys we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles that make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay all right i didn't want to sing this time y- y- y'all gotta think and if every time i sing y'all say nah it's gotta be a thing i get it i'm not gonna sing uh i mean look man i mean you sound weird but i'm one you didn't come for my singing yeah one you're gonna embarrass us okay? right we don't need the people to see what this could sound like i know uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the <laughs> professional clap my hands now i'm not i'm not gonna sing things <laughs> you told me embarrassing us on our own show right right got us out here they're gonna be like then we go back to singing it the next time you're like man they need to let Corey sing yeah, it every time this is this some bullshit some trash them niggas can't sing i didn't realize they were that bad oh my god um <laughs> toronto there's a restaurant that that has been ordered to pay ten thousand dollars after asking black customers to prepay for their meals mm. oh the old mm. prepay for your meal trick huh uh, ontario human rights tribunal has ordered a chinese restaurant in downtown toronto to pay a black man ten thousand dollars as compensation for a rights violation that they require him and three black and three black companions to prepay for their meals Mm. how they prepay for them they don't know what they eat that's what i'm saying uh yeah man let me get a number one Did they pull out the menu uh, and go, you order now right that'll be 7.95 <laughs> plus tax 
oh uh, okay i mean i know that uh let me also get some of them dumplings uh that'll also be an extra five dollars plus tax uh yeah i mean i know so yeah that's what i want all right well pay up <laughs> like what the fuck no nigga you make it first what if it's bad right <laughs> um it, it happened in may 2014 shout out to pettiness sticking uh sticking with this case till 2018 mm-hmm. to get that chain come on uh emil wickham went to Hongxing chinese restaurant a popular establishment just east of toronto's chinatown for a late night birthday dinner with friends after the server took their order he told the group they would need to pay for their meals in full before receiving them according to testimony mr wickham gave a uh uh that he gave at the april tribunal hearing they request they questioned the server who explained that this is the restaurant policy and they obliged so they did pay but wickham was unsettled by this realizing he and his companions were the only black people in the restaurant he approached other diners and he asked if they'd been required to pay um and all of them said no now see that's the step he took that i never take that i should always take because sometimes i'll be like is this racist when it's happening to me oh it's just nah nah this can't be racist this ain't the in the heat of the night and then if i would just ask a couple people i probably find out this shit is indeed racist Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. well props to him he made ten thousand dollars off of it so next time i'm asking okay i didn't know they was paying i didn't know they was paying uh now that i know i'm gonna be going over to people to i hate to interrupt your meal uh my white man friend <laughs> uh when the server later returned to the table mr wickham and his friends questioned him about the policy the server admitted that they were the only ones who prepaid he and another staff member asked mr wickham and his friends if they wanted a refund the group took their money and left the restaurant uh in her decision the judge essay kojo uh concluded that the restaurant uh staff had violated section one of the province's human right code which guarantees equal treatment when accessing goods services and facilities uh when they treated mr wickham as a potential thief in waiting his mere presence as a black man in the restaurant was presumed to be sufficient evidence of his presumed propensity to engage in criminal behavior Mm. staff from hong shing did not attend the tribunal hearing nor did they send legal representation damn they knew they was guilty come on but in in november 2015 six months after mr wickham had filed his human rights complaints the restaurant submitted a response to the tribunal through a lawyer in it they explained the restaurant attracts something of a transient crowd and dining dashes were common so they adopted a policy requiring customers whose staff did not recognize as regulars to prepay for their food essentially they just said black people look transient to them that did not help your case i mean is that not your defense just now did you not just say we look like a bunch of transients on my birthday (laughs) who got paid as a lawyer to write that i don't i don't i don't understand the logic of 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 you sending something anything that that sounded like that but if you send something, you just, can't you just lie? It's like, what about lying? What what happened to lying <laughs> right. about it? <laughs> that means that mean a lawyer wrote that down and then turned around and sent them a bill. That'll be, right. fi- that'll be $500. I said, uh, they looked homeless to me is what I put basically. So it looked very homely. Uh, we, we would have made the restaurant prepay for that too. Right. Yeah. I'm going to need you to prepay for these loyal services because y'all gonna lose and y'all ain't gonna have it all okay right 
<laughs> Mr. Co- Ms. Kojo rejected the explanation in her decision saying there was no evidence such a policy existed that the other patrons that night were wrecked were regulars or that mr wickham's party was advised of this policy when they were at the restaurant when right. reached by phone uh, and the email to following the decision the staff said they were unfamiliar with the incident and said ownership had changed since it occurred they did not respond to any further questions mm-hmm. i bet you did not a cousin on it right 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 oh man that also highlights that uh very uncomfortable um alliance of uh the chinese and the black community in many places where uh a lot of times you go to a store and you feel like you know the chinese people are fucking with you and being as racist as white people are towards us you know you go to like hair shops and shit you like nail places yes 20 million mirrors all over the fucking place like dog is this a prison or right or can i buy some uh the nails uh can i buy some nail polish and i think yeah you went with me that time and you realized how much they follow you around yeah and um it is literally like a prison they have big ass mirrors at the end of each aisle up and down the aisles like i'm talking about like real big mirrors that you can like wash the entire store um, your mama showed me a, a new place and you go in there and it's almost like you black and free because they, they big and they busy, but you ain't nobody hunting you down. Ain't nobody. Can I help you every 10 minutes? They like, yeah, you can come holler at us when you need something. That makes a big difference. Well, zero to a hundred. Karen? Oh, they get a 100. Corey? Of course it's a hundred. All right. I'm going to be controversial here. Zero. This nigga got $10,000. Uh, the come up must be so good please be racist to me okay this didn't cost them nothing but a little time i wish i could go somewhere and in 20 minutes walk out four years later with ten thousand dollars oh my god man four years to get this 10 grand i know man but i didn't even know you could get it at all i've never made a dollar off my racism not a cent but it's the times have changed now i know that much Mm, maybe it's just canada because they said they had some type of human rights thing right it's canada so maybe it don't happen <laughs> maybe i'm gonna Mm-mm. go to the court they're gonna laugh at me Mm-mm. uh it's sir that, it's, that, it's that maple syrup sir uh take a number you're the eleven thousand person in line because uh <laughs> <laughs> this america <laughs> so i mean but not the initial obvious obviously the initial incident a hundred i mean that that's that's a nightmare of a lot of black people um and then uh but but i'm glad he got something for it it's it's it and what's deep is like either it's they asking you to prepay or they're ignoring you completely. Mm-hmm. So like some restaurants just like I'm not doing table six. I just not, it's not not for me. Yeah, like yeah. so and, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And one thing about me and Roger when we go out to eat, periodically we'll sit places in their regular service. Then periodically we realize we sit there and it is slow to get to us and we both serve. So mm. we will see you pick, we will see people come picking up and introducing themselves to tables that have sat down after us. Mm. So, you know, that's stuff shit that we pick out and we'll be like, Hey, are they sitting? Cause we've served for, are they sitting in the back doing rock, paper, scissors to see who gonna get the niggas today? Right. That's the worst. Um, all right, let's go. Let's do one more. <clears throat> A store owner chased black customers out of the shop while yelling an N-word. Oh, okay. Then he tried to blame it on an employee. No! <laughs> the CEO of an organic popcorn store in Emeryville, California. Organic popcorn? Oh, yeah, it don't get no whiter than that. Woo! Ain't nobody paying 50 pounds for a popcorn. 
he was seen by multiple witnesses chasing black customers out of his store over the weekend while repeatedly calling them niggers the san francisco chronicle reports that mark stone the founder of ceo cornology has confirmed that an um employee of his hurled racial slurs at black customers while the man they leave the store mm-hmm. however a photo taken of the employee at the time of the incident <laughs> to, looks exactly like stone himself and the city official who was looking into the incident tells the chronicle that it was in fact stone yelling at black customers mm-hmm. you will not get my apple crisp popcorn you niggas get the hell out of here <laughs> what could have possibly happened to make this be a thing I don't know. And you know that popcorn was named some wild and weird shit that only white people would name popcorn. You know, now that I think about it, Karen, in all fairness, there should be an expectation that if you have an organic uh, popcorn show, store, you probably would not expect black people to come in. So he probably was racist the whole time he even conceived his business. And then it blew his right. mind that black people like everything. Every, because oh, Everything. We don't care <laughs> what it is. You gonna have one nigga that's go i like this shit too even deep sea diving bitch i'm here with the sharks and y'all too you gonna find one brown dot somewhere yeah i think he was right. surprised he was a little surprised he gonna like I bet I- you i bet you they were giving out free samples mm-hmm. and he just saw too many black folks that <laughs> digging in a, a big ass bowl of fucking popcorn and and you, you you know you know where he fucked up Corey. he fucked up he had watermelon peach popcorn, and he was like, God damn. I, I didn't know this was going to bring the niggas in here. He going to be like, who put the barbecue-flavored pork chop popcorn out here? God damn it, why you do this? You know niggas know the smell of this. Ribs popcorn. Come on, he going to have some Colt 45 battered popcorn. <laughs> Hennessy popcorn. Come mm-hmm. on. Hennessy, the Hennessy going to be double-dipped. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get, come in a purple bag right this popcorn come in a crown royal bag oh i got to have this come on get out of here niggers get the hell out of here <laughs> Chase, chasing black people out like animals or some I shit i'll be like who put this trout flavored popcorn out here y'all you can't do this shit um uh, so then um the business owner chased a group of young black kids out uh, saying don't come back here niggers um i asked she wrote on uh, facebook a witness uh, she said uh i asked him why are you yelling those kids like that you can't go around calling people niggers though uh those are kids this is this nut says well what do i call them that's an amazing amazing not customers that's an amazing level of racism like i don't i think we need to soak that in and appreciate the level of racism where he couldn't come up in the thesaurus of his mind with no other name with another term for black kids <laughs> what mm. what do i call them then it's not like i know their names i mean i mean jesus. i mean it's a pack of a mill gibson told me it was a pack of niggas <laughs> you want this popcorn or not ma'am jesus oh it's like you can't even serve the community no more uh and then he went on to complain why he should be able to call the kids for the chitlin popcorn (laughs) chitlin yeah look it's right next to the hot sauce you know how was i supposed to know i couldn't come in how i supposed to know uh then he went on to explain why he he should be able to call kids niggas oh okay oh what was his explanation what could it be what could it possibly be i I don't know now see if you look at it this way uh 
my great great uncle was one sixteenth black so i should be able to say it okay i listen to some of their songs they say it in the songs i mean i'm confused uh he initially blamed an unnamed employee for hurling the racial slurs he stopped responding to the chronicles questions when confronted with the evidence that he was the only employee working at the store that day oh <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't even have nobody scheduled to work <laughs> that was like uh well according to your schedule nobody was here but you <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh my god oh my god well sir you have no other employees at the store that day oh uh, i just i gotta go it's about that time i gotta close the store it's time for me to leave um excuse me excuse me oh my god that dude's amazing nobody else there i think he did have some employees there that day karen and i think we all know who they were hey 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 it's time for y'all to get the hell out the store niggas <laughs> that's enough popcorn for y'all <laughs> get your black ass out the store you can't be. i know hey 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 i just came for the rice and gravy popcorn <laughs> who ate all the chitlin popcorn <laughs> who ate all the pig feet popcorn <laughs> that's wild man anyway ah! zero to a hundred can oh 100 yeah that's a hundred uh what about you Corey? oh it's so funny i don't want to give it a hundred though <laughs> right right <laughs> this, shit is, this shit is so blatant it's so it's like it's right there in your face how you how, oh i can't give it a hundred because it's Oh my God! I'm gonna give it 75. They, I hear you. I hear you. that's a tough one because I did find some joy within the pain on that. It was <laughs> like when he stopped answering questions. I, I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good, <laughs> sir. You had no other employees. Uh, this interview is over. I'm gonna have to end. It. <laughs> God, this over. He didn't even have an excuse, man. That's, uh white racism is no. amazing. The fact that he didn't know no, another. Huh? another word to call black kids is all the words in the english dictionary Mm-mm-mm. oh boy <laughs> it would have been worse though if she said you can't call them that. He's like i mean i guess i could call them coons i mean porch monkeys uh darkies what i mean tar babies i mean <laughs> jesus ma'am this pc culture getting to me every day all right guys let's do some uh guess the race now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the morning show going across all the podcasts and we read the play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and Corey of living color to guess the race and the chat room plays along and everyone's racist <clears throat> mm-hmm. all right let's see how about this one um a man tried to drown himself in a pool okay and now he's suing the people who pulled him out when he was made assistant manager of a pool in fairfax virginia two years ago matus Fijalokowski 
spoke barely any english and did not know how to swim in the united states uh he came from poland on a summer program and he spent most of his time here hospitalized after nearly drowning in the pool he's now 23 years old and he's suing the police and the lifeguard who pulled him out of the pool now sometimes police police get sued for being too aggressive with mentally ill people and stuff like that but in this instance they are accused of not doing enough to stop him in the midst of a bipolar episode he was left underwater for more than two minutes he says in a lawsuit filed in eastern district of virginia on friday while eight police officers watched and stopped the lifeguard from jumping in to help police contend mm-hmm, police contend that the officers acted appropriately to both save him and protect the lifeguard and themselves from a disturbed person when the lifeguard did pull him out according to the lawsuit uh he had stopped breathing and had no pulse police allowed me to sink before their eyes he said in an email in polish i'm glad that in the end they realized that they shouldn't let me drown but i don't thank them for letting me die clinically before their eyes he is suing for more than a hundred thousand dollars in medical bills from the episode the police are incredulous they saved his life he did not die said the fairfax county police uh chief edwin c rossler jr in an interview you're going to sue someone for saving your life rossler said that had officers or the lifeguard gone in earlier they might have gotten dragged under the water themselves um uh the the dude said come, come he came to the u.s from poland poland through an international summer job program according to his complaint he said he was told he could work at the pool despite not knowing how to swim now them people should get sued come on at the time he had never had any mental health episodes so they didn't even know what they were dealing with i guess he began working as a pool attendant and um according to his suit three days after his arrival he was trained to clean the pool arrange the deck chairs and check the water's ph level on the third day he began acting strangely he started arguing with guests talking to himself in polish after he ripped off one girl's wristband and said she could not enter the pool a lifeguard called the police when they arrived he ignored them kept blowing his pool whistle according to court filings um then they brought a polish speaking officer uh damn they got those um and his roommate who also spoke polish uh instead according to police reports he kept shouting i am the lifeguard uh and praying in polish twice he threw his cell phone in the shallow end of the pool and retrieved it he climbed the lifeguard tower shouted and blew his whistle then he entered the pool a third time um in a video taken by a bystander through the pool's fence he can be seen walking slowly into the deep end until he is completely submerged under the eight foot deep water according to an account given by one officer provided by the plaintiff he then grabbed two vents on the bottom of the pool and held himself down uh he's in the water for more than two and a half minutes on the video and then the supervisor and a lifeguard jumped in and, and tried and begin to pull him out um they give him cpr and he you know was resuscitated karen guess the race of this man who drowned and and uh came back i'm 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 going white all right um the name polish white white okay cory <clears throat> at first you said he didn't know how to swim so i thought he was <laughs> you said the guy right me too <laughs> okay all right let's check the chat room see what they believe um uh, he got some foreign ass privilege nerve wears ice when you need them white need when you needed them white okay uh i've learned some english to say run me my coins white 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 
uh, only a white man had our audacity to sue the police customer service over police customer service for timeliness when they actually helped save him white with all that commotion they would have let him die if he were black oh. i mean he technically didn't die but i feel you white ain't no niggas in portland uh on poland it's a white white the correct answer is everybody got it white I'm trying to show you it on my screen, but they just gave me some type of. Let me see if this yeah. works. And they bought up a good room. Mm-hmm. How you working around a pool and you can't even swim like that? Like somebody yeah. need to be fired just for hiring him. Right, you checking pH balances? Exactly. Like, like so you're dealing like most. of I thought if you, you know, if you were just a towel Woo! boy. Oh, that's very white. Mm-hmm. You look a white in the dictionary. His picture come up. Come on, if you just you know the towel boy or shit like that, but. I mean, you checking pH balance and clean the pool. Yeah, you didn't know how to swim in case you fall in. I mean, obviously. You tie a life, life preserver around him if he was going to be around the pool and he didn't know how to swim. Come on. Yeah. Like, he had to be have a life preserver on. And that's like pure white privilege, by the way, to hire a motherfucker that can't swim as a lifeguard. Like, yeah. even the hiring process was full of privilege. Like, uh, he don't speak English and, uh, I mean, he can't swim, but fuck it, man. I mean, it's just guarding the pool. When we ever gonna need somebody that can swim to guard the pool? Right. Um, a Nassau man leaves a young girl in a car while at Hammerhead Bar. Fernandina Beach police arrested a man for child neglect after he left his six year old daughter in the car while he drank in a bar. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeffrey Supple, 36, was trying to fight with people at the bar. Oh, mm-hmm. look at me. He was brawling at the bar. Mm-hmm. He don't fight and don't argue. He just hit that bitch in the head with a bottle. Mm, him, so him and the slugs was at the same club. <laughs> I guess so. Um, police said when they confronted Supple, he was very unsteady on his feet and they could smell the strong odor of alcohol emanating from his breath. Uh, the police asked him to call someone to pick him up, which he stated, stated that his father was already en route. Police then asked him where his key, car keys were, and he said they might be in his car. No! Subble then asked for his six-year-old daughter, who he said he had brought with him inside the bar, and that she still might be inside. The report said authorities began to ask employees of the bar if they saw a little girl. They all said no. His six-year-old daughter was found asleep in his vehicle in the parking lot behind the bar. The vehicle was not running and the windows were up. Oh, good thing she was sleeping. Well, in all fairness, they... Uh, go ahead. You sleep. She was sleeping because they had no oxygen in the damn car. <laughs> Carbon monoxide poisoning. Uh, the car was off. Uh, no, but I mean, you are yeah. breathing in air. You bring out carbon dioxide. You you taking all the oxygen out of the, out of the room. So oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> y'all right. Yeah. Yeah. My bad, y'all. Uh, I was thinking of that other shit that comes out the exhaust. I forget what that's carbon dioxide. I forget what that's called. Uh, but it'll kill you. Anyway, it was 2.30 in the morning on a Sunday. Uh, 2.30 in the morning. That's way past up bedtime. He arrived at the bar at 12.30 a.m. with the girl in the car. She was in the car for at least two hours. He was arrested for child neglect and was later transferred to Nassau County uh uh detention center guess the race oh white and what's they what is they what is they bar hours and then we don't close <laughs> it's a bar, bargain uh what, what about you Corey? 
Uh, this one's tough. I, what's this guy's name again? Um, let's see. Last name Supple. His first name, I want to say it was Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey Supple. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Supple. In Nassau County? Mm-hmm. Uh, Supple. Uh, I'm gonna, I, I, I'll go away. Alright, let's check the chat room. At least I didn't bring her into the bar, white. Real players stay up. <laughs> That's not a race. Um, this is so white. I have no words. White. Sunday morning coming down. White. Um, DCS didn't get involved. White. Uh, well, they did charge him with neglect, but you're right. They didn't say anything about taking his kid. Um, white. They told him to have someone pick him up. <laughs> the details. I see you. He's white. He's using the first, third, and fifth weekend, uh, to, to the best of his redneck abilities because he's, a, he's a involved. White. Aww. White. I feel like it's a trick, but I'll go white. White, just a neglect charge. The correct answer is everybody gets the same thing. Everybody got it. He's white. Man, now imagine this dude, your daddy. Like, he just looked like he got irresponsibility written all over his face. Um, but yeah, that's... <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Like, I've never seen a person picture that made me go, he leaves his kid at the bar in the car by himself. Yeah, he does. All right, let's go to the bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race. In the bonus round against the race, so far, everybody's two for two. But will they keep it up in the bonus round? Let's find out. Let's find out how y'all's racism is working in the bonus round. Uh, Let's see. How about... um, Here's this. Uh, A woman uh, robs Gwinnett's cell phone store using a steak knife. Mm Mm-hmm that's right this crime is very rare all right i'm sorry no i couldn't help myself um (laughs) (laughs) gwinnett county police are searching for a woman they say robbed a boost mobile store using a steak knife she walked into the cell phone store at 3 15 p.m on march 18th she walked around the store for about 50 minutes before approaching a to see an employee to see an iphone 6 let me tell you something if you walk around the store for 50 minutes it, just you might as well just confess to the crime you know every camera in the store now you just just grab it <laughs> grab it and run what are you doing? when the employees took out the phone she brandished a steak knife and demanded the phone the employee gave her the phone and she ran from the store um she's described as having dark hair that's light towards the end and cut short on the back of her head mm-hmm. she has a mark or a tattoo on her left temple if you've seen this woman we need some information guess the race they have a picture i'm going black because it's a steak knife mm, okay all right um they didn't say it's a well done steak knife though karen but go ahead Corey. <laughs> what about you they didn't say she put a one sauce on the phone so i feel you <laughs> mm, I, I, it's, it's a tough one because you said she had tattoos on her face she had a tattoo on the left side of her face a small tattoo Mm. 
Ha, Boost Mobile. Those phones are shitty, no matter what you use. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this feels like a trick, but I'm going to go black. All right, let's check the chat room. Boost, black, black, Boost Mobile, Negress, black. Uh, they don't have a name because they just have a picture, guys. Uh, oh, that's a 53% haircut, white. Um, black woman. <laughs> black woman with a kitchen beautician doing the her uh her armor color oh cake plus eight white steak knife equal high class black and black it's a very controversial one it seems like everyone's divided but uh cory and karen mm-hmm. you both missed it she is a white woman oh she was white <laughs> Some of you did get it. Let me give you a clap. Now, I do feel like this is a bit of a, a hard one to judge. Right, because I thought it was weave. Weave? What? Because what? the way you described her haircut, it could be a weave. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. Well, the reason I was going to say that's kind of a tricky one, because I'm looking at the picture of this white woman, and clearly she dates black men so it's mm-hmm. like she definitely one of those you know what i'm saying so i could see how but she she's also clearly a white woman also this knife is little as shit like i mean it wouldn't take much for me to give you the phone anyway but still like i thought it was gonna be like a big ass butcher knife this is like a little ass like steak knife like a shank but uh i mean but boost though dog but boost i know i know that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes <clears throat> but thank you guys for playing the game it's time to go to uh sword ratchetness guys and wrap this thing up i like that i mean go ahead go ahead we no 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 i was gonna say i i saw in the comments uh, i like that miss smart is more upset that it was an iphone 6 than the you know threatening someone i with, mean yeah if you're gonna do it step your game up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what were you gonna say Corey? i'm gonna ask you what renaissance fan did you find that sound that that sample from i just it just it sounds like two sweating fat white dudes <laughs> it does don't it just, um, just trying to pretend they in Game of Thrones. I don't know, but the effort was so, you know, so strong. I had to, you know, I had to, I had to give them their props, man. I've never seen nobody. They cared when they did this, you know? Yeah, they was like, we're going to do this all the way to the end. And if one of us stab each other, you got to die. Mm hmm. Uh, all right, here's one. <clears throat> A Taiwan man is, uh, jailed for a sword attack on the presidential guard oh shit <clears throat> um lucky like he didn't have a gun i guess he he attacked a military police officer with a sword outside the presidential office last year he was sentenced by uh the taiwan taipei district court yesterday to seven years in prison well lucky it wasn't america because wow. they would have just gave his guns to his father and then his father would have gave the guns back and the motherfucker was shot up a waffle house come on so but naked. in this case swords better than a gun uh in its ruling the court rejected 
lu chung yi's statement that he did not intend to cause injury but had struck at the guard's gun with the sword because the guard tried to stop him from entering the presidential office man that was your excuse you wanted to go to jail why ain't you shocked (laughs) you'd be shot you'd be shot square in the ass for some dumb shit like that right first of all y'all had a gun and this motherfucker ain't getting shot Two, this right. one, his excuse was, I, like, this motherfucker thought he was swashbuckling. Nah, I was aiming for the gun. I wasn't even gonna hurt him. I'm like Zorro and shit. Uh, the, the sword was deflected by the gun and accidentally slashed the guard's neck, uh, according to Lou. The court, however, found him guilty of the charges brought against him and sentenced him to six and a half years in prison for attempted murder and 10 months for stealing and carrying a lethal weapon. Duh! That's right. According to investigators, Lou stole the Japanese military sword on August 18, 2017 from the Armed Forces Museum in Taipei after smashing the display case with a hammer. So he stopped? They didn't catch him then? How's that possible? How'd he get away with the hammer, first of all? Right. He took a hammer in the museum, smashed the display, stole a gun, didn't go to jail already. Then used that to attack the presidential office and didn't get shot in the ass what's wrong with this guy what's wrong we need other people you know what it is other people countries way nicer than ours that's the only thing it could be here he was just got shot (laughs) like yeah man nigga had a hammer we shot him in his fucking (laughs) face i don't know what he was doing trying to come in with that hammer Mm -hmm. Uh, he then went to the guarded west wing of the presidential office on the intersection uh some roads i don't care about he wielded the sword struck at the neck of the guard and he was overpowered by other guards before he could reach the office building and police found him a people's republic of china flag in his bag um so he was on some other shit all right be careful out there when you go into these museums you see a nigga with a hammer looking at swords you get the fuck out of there okay Corey, thank you so much for joining us man we had a great time i love being with y'all i mean I, i i love this whole thing and i i love these people right here for real for real for real dog my people y'all gotta come watch the video guys uh so you can see the shirt man and cop y'all one too at our store all right we got to get out of here we got to run out of time and get cut off we'll talk to y'all tomorrow until then i love you i love you too